Mic check, mic check. Merry Christmas and welcome back to the Bet Boys Podcast. The Bet Boys Podcast is presented by WagerWire. WagerWire is an app that helps you become a better better by allowing you to sync all of your sports books and track all of your bets in one place, which is super helpful for mm-hmm. a weekend like this one that we have coming up. Oh, yeah, Sam. Good weekend. Um you can you can see all your current action, your betting history and stats. You can also sign up for sports books and collect bonus offers. They're the best hang on gambling Twitter. You can follow them at WagerWire on X and at WagerWire Live on TikTok and Instagram. Head to the App Store or Play Store now and search WagerWire, one word, and use promo code BETBOYS when signing up. We'll be brought to you by WagerWire all season long, and there's lots more exciting things to come. I'm out of wind. You can take a breath. Sounds like you're walking upstairs or something. Keep going. The WagerWire community of content creators is for fans, by fans, and we're inviting everyone to participate. Merry Christmas, Bet Boy Sam. Happy upcoming New Year, Bet Boy Sam. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Um, this is our last episode of 2023. It's great that we made it this far. We're going on, I don't know, four months now, three months now. Yeah, this is episode episode 20. Make sure you're talking to the microphone. No, I would say it's, mm, yeah, four months. Four months. Four months. Yeah, we four started now and, and, and cruising along. So, how was your Christmas? It was. It was good. Um, the the part that like sucks about Christmas, and we're trying, I guess, to get over it, but like, still doing a ton of like bouncing around. And it's not that I don't want to see everybody, but yeah, well, that just comes with adulthood. Like Christmas Eve, I'm driving. I drove, you know. Wife's parents' house, my parents' house, came home, woke up the next morning, did Christmas here, went to her aunt's house, my parents' house. And it's not it's not bad. It's just driving around on, on Christmas and Christmas Eve yeah, sucks. Well, that's when, you know, you're married or you have a girlfriend, you know, you expect to do that. And then once you have a kid, you're definitely, you, your butt's not in one spot for the holidays because, you know, typically... I mean, I remember when I was younger, you know, if you're having a holiday party, everyone, both sides of the family, everyone's just at one spot, and that's not the way everyone operates anymore, so you're definitely bound to bounce around. I mean, I bounce around, but it's just one spot each each day. We, uh, on the 23rd, we did a Christmas train ride with Santa. That must have been fantastic. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was the lowest rent production. When I tell you, they had... Like, if you're going to dress up in costumes, like, it looked like a furry festival. They're like, oh, here comes the snowman. Fingers hanging out. Like, the uh, snowman doesn't have fingers. Tuck those yeah. away. Reindeer, hands hanging out. Mrs. Claus, no shit, was like 18 and a half years old. Could be over, could be under. This is the, the train thing right down by... Uh... Right down by Lisa's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the bright side of it was it was only 80 minutes long. So the train... That's, that's, about, <laughs> that's about 75 minutes too long. Way too long. So the train, you took it 40 minutes one direction. Train stopped in the middle of the tracks 40 minutes back. That was the um, sightseeing. I bet you it was great. 
seeing old lots of trash NEPA. The lots mountain, of trash beautiful mountains uh um, rivers and valleys no not as much that like driving the backside of the pittston bypass like you know since that train just started running again that there's somebody with like a body buried back there oh, that's yeah. like oh shit oh yeah so um but did a train ride it was a good christmas got myself uh or got a new nike suit track suit yep about uh a pair of shoes and about 40 pairs of socks, which Listen, is... You know, I, I, I know all, people are always like, oh, for Christmas, I get socks and underwear. Well, I still get socks and underwear, and let me tell you something. I fucking love it. I love socks because and Because basically what happens for me with the socks is once they come out of the package and they get split up, they never get put back together. No. So, like, I just need that that new pack of socks that come in. Cause I now wear socks like until the next Christmas, they don't match their different same. styles. I mean, it's not like it's one high and one low, but they're just, they're never the same. And there's nothing better than a feeling of putting on a new pair of socks. You know, it's like that new car smell. You open up that pack of socks, that cotton is like, like stepping into a new shoe. It's a great feeling. When I was younger, I used to think Alan Iverson was crazy for never wearing the same pair. He's a genius. Brilliant man. Genius. Brilliant. Brilliant. I think it was it was like with that, I believe it was socks and I think outfits too. Like they said, like he always would buy clothes all the time too, or something. Doesn't make him a bad guy. No. The um, let's see, my Christmas. Um, I got a bunch of small stuff for the basement. I got this new Apple Watch, which, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like I wanted it for some reason. I wanted it. Not sure what I was gonna think. I was gonna do with it, and now props to now my new wife today's actually my wedding day congratulations i'll get into that a few seconds after so um you know she's asked me she's like what do you want and i just see everybody with an apple watch and i don't know i see people like talking to it or like their phone goes off and they're looking into it and i just think they're cool i know exactly Dude, where this i is haven't going. i haven't even used it one time yet I refuse to get an Apple Watch because I don't need any more fucking technology on me. Me either. And you want to know what? Like, it's just getting annoying being on my wrist because it fucking beeps for everything. Yeah. I don't know how to shut it off. I don't feel like playing with it. And honestly, it's just uncomfortable on my wrist. Yeah. It, so now it's just, this I, is just an expensive, like, I don't aesthetic sh- to I don't my body. Sh- I don't want to shit on your brand new Christmas gift, but. I don't. Oh, yeah. Like, this probably be taken back soon. Or it'll just be, like, stuck in the see this is what he says now because he was texting me like three days ago like i i got i'm taking a break from from some of the bets for for this next week and all that this weekend he's gonna be scrolling along on his wrist giving me score updates saying how great his no, fucking I, apple dude, watch I is like i don't know how people like i've gotten some text messages like I, I i still don't know how to use it like i don't know how to text through it i just see a text message i get rid of it because i'm on my phone anyway so I'm not really sure why I need this thing. I, I probably shouldn't have asked for it because I'm going to feel bad when, you know, I'm not wearing it. She's <laughs> like, where's your watch at? I paid so much money for that. I'm like, ah, I don't like it. I, I don't have the fucking receipt. Well, what are you going to put it on fucking Facebook market? Does she have one? Yeah. Oh, see, that's what I would do is just give it to her. Be like, yeah. here you go. I'm not going to wear this anyways. Um, but anyway, so last Friday we have, we traveled to the courthouse. We just, um... Uh, filled out our our marriage application and like we needed to pick a date. You gotta speak up. Pick a date to um like you gotta put a date on the 
application, and we just picked December 28th. So today's my wedding day. Congratulations. So you're, you're currently bothering me with a podcast during my wedding night. That's the way it goes. Yeah, it's tough. It's being married she, to the game. I thought I was. I thought I was in big trouble today when um, she texts me and she's like, "Hey, today's our wedding day." I'm like, "Yeah, like, like stupid, like, like, come on, it's, great, it's a fake wedding, great." And um, she's like, "What? Are, what are we gonna do tonight to celebrate?" And I'm just like, "Well, I, I'm going the podcast." So I kind of like didn't answer that question because I was like. I'm not ready to get into an argument right now because, like, <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm not ready to get into an argument right now because she's going to be like, oh, you're going to podcast on our wedding night? And I just want to be like, it's... You could have picked tomorrow for the for the piece of paper. It's a, this is a farce. Everybody okay. knows yeah. we record on yeah. Thursdays. Like, yeah. Oh, so I kind of, like, just let it breathe and forgot about it. And I knew when I got home, she was like waiting for my answer yep but thankfully she was like oh i'm i'm going out grocery shopping do you mind i was like whoo that was you heard it here first one year from today that boy sam is gonna be in the doghouse on his one year wedding we'll be celebrating our fake wedding (laughs) oh that was but hey thank god because uh this might be a world record do you think any other podcaster who does not have a podcast with their significant other has ever done a podcast on their wedding day no i might i gotta be the first this I is have to this be the is first. that's the title I of the show to podcasting the on your wedding day so um, that's fantastic well congratulations yeah thank you Thanks. <laughs> your your ring looks really nice. Yeah, so my ring is about sixty five cents. Nice. I got a three pack at Walmart. Nice. Um. So and that's another thing. Um. As soon as we got married, she's like, "You gonna get a ring?" I'm like, no. Do I have I to? One. Like, I don't want to wear one. Yeah. I refuse to wear one. And I put it on, and then like hours later, I took it off because I was doing something, and it's just uncomfortable on my hand. She wasn't even. You swear, like she just teleported around the corner. She's like, "Where's your ring? Put your ring back on." I was like, "Jesus, I'm fucking." You gotta go. To, you gotta go to your brother and get out. Get it just tattooed on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do because this is so fucking annoying. Yeah, I'm. It's first of all, this thing is so cheap. It's gonna break any minute. <laughs> so, especially on those sausage fingers you got. That yeah, thing's screaming. Yeah, like this is all right. Well. Wait till she listens to this. Hopefully she don't listen anymore. But... There's no chance she no, listens. No, there's zero my, chance. My wife supported me for like 30 seconds of the first episode. Yeah. She's like, yeah, the podcast is great. Yeah, I remember she uh, she asked me. She was like, oh, how's the podcast? Now, this was probably like week one or week two. Hey, how's the podcast going? I'm like, great. I was like, you listen to it? She's like, yeah. I was like, what is it about? She's like. I didn't listen to it. I was like, oh, at least you're <laughs> at least you're honest. <laughs> okay, so at least you're so, honest. Um, well, but hey, shout out to all of our listeners out there. We hope that you had a very merry Christmas. Um, we hope that you had a happy new that you're gonna have a happy new year. I know you and me are gonna have a very happy new year this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. That boy Sam, have we decided whether we're getting a quarter keg or not of Bud Light? Um, I haven't decided yet. Mainly because I have, I still have a ton of Bud Light in my fridge. Yeah. So it's like, if I just get two more cases of beer, like it's going to be like three more cases of beer 
and it would still be cheaper. You know, it's it's Correct. cheaper to get the keg, but it's more expensive to buy it then because you got to buy the tap and and then they give you the deposit back. But I'm still kind of um, sniffing that one out. I I honestly I think probably the two cases of beer is going to be a better play because I have a lot of beer in my fridge. That works. That works. So, but also before we continue on, let me just. Sorry. I just got to talk about something that's just been killing me late. Christmas cookies. I know we talked about them last weekend, our last podcast about like what is our favorite ones. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell I you something, brother. I have not stopped eating Christmas cookies probably since that podcast. I wake up for work. I grab a handful. I just toss them in my mouth. I take a handful with me. I get home. I eat them. I come home from the gym. I eat them again. I go upstairs to shower. I come downstairs. I eat them again. Every time I go into the kitchen, I'm eating Christmas cookies, and I'm eating them at a ferocious pace. I don't even know how I still have them in my house, but I'm eating Christmas cookies like no other. Santa Santa ate about nine Christmas cookies when he came here on Christmas night. Now, unfortunately, um, Santa's also allergic to milk, mm-hmm. so uh, that was qu- that was a quick you know, water the flowers, but, uh, yes, yes, I have eaten my fair share of Christmas cookies. It's funny how they work out in like order from most to least favorite because yeah. the most favorites stand no chance and the least favorites are just out of desperation. At the Let end. me tell you what too. Now this may seem gross to some people, to me, you not d- one bit, but you dip them in water. No, God, no. Um, so our cookies, like they're not in containers. They're just out on the table. Okay, they're out until they're gone or someone decides to throw them away. But once like you get into like day two or day three of your Christmas cookie being out on the table and they start getting stale a little bit. Yep. I like that hardness. Oh, in my see, I like the I like a soft chewy. I like the hardness in the cookie. It's it's a good cookie, um, especially the chocolate chips. Interesting. Interesting. I don't have anything to add to your Christmas cookie binging. Okay, well, I just wanted to say, I mean, I'm pretty much we're out of Christmas cookies now because I fucking ate them all. I thought the holidays were over until the ho- uh, DirecTV holiday bowl came at my neck last night. <laughs> <laughs> the most confusing thing was you thinking that eggnog was an East Coast thing. I don't drink eggnog. I don't, I've never seen eggnog. I don't know what eggnog is. So... I've drinking eggnog. I started drinking it about two years ago. Okay. Now I don't drink it like all the time. I don't even drink it during the holidays. I was at a Christmas party and somebody showed up with, um, they make alcoholic eggnog, like a stronger yep, one. Yep. And the name itself will shy you away from. What was it, like black liver eggnog or some shit like that? No, it was regular eggnog, just strong. just eggnog, got it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, eggnog, like, you're drinking it, just with egg being in the name, it kind of throws some people away from, like, I don't want it. Well, first of all, it doesn't taste like fucking egg, okay? It's actually very good. It's got, like, a milky flavor. Um, This was um, flavored, I believe it's, like, gingerbread or something, so it's it's very good. All right, but... So I've never drank an eggnog, never bought eggnog, don't don't even really know what eggnog is. And they poured eggnog on Lincoln Riley last night after the Holiday Bowl. 
which USC dominated, by the way. They looked incredible. I tell you what, they're about to take the Heisman Trophy off Jaden Daniels and give it to Miller Moss. Miller Moss is he's incredible. Got, he's got to be the starting quarterback next year. Slinging the rock. Redshirt sophomore, Slinging I believe. Redshirt sophomore. Yep. Um, very small. Doesn't matter what he's slinging. He was small, yep. smaller stature. Yep. Um, just came out firing. Like yeah. he pretty much came out and was like, Hey, like this is probably my only chance to get a starting job. Love it. And he just started throwing deep ball after deep ball after deep Love ball. Love it. The um so anyways they pour this eggnog on Lincoln Riley and I was like, Oh, I didn't know people in California drank eggnog. Like, because we are East Coasters. So it's cold and That's when you not think a warm when drink. you but it I, I get that it's not a warm drink, but like do people in California hang Christmas lights? Yeah, why wouldn't they? I don't know. Why would they? It's not cold there. Do they put out like snowmen? <laughs> why do you? Have it doesn't play into. Why the does it have to be cold to hang lights? How about, do they put Frosty the Snowman outside? Yeah, why wouldn't they? Because it's warm. So what? What do you? There's mean, no so snow. What? On, that's I don't. That's that's a bad. That's, it's, it's not. Christmas. It's not. You, it's Christmas. You, you it's can't Christmas. even rebuttal it. I know that it's, it's Christmas. Cri- it doesn't matter if there's no snow on the ground. It's it's a part of Christmas. Do you, do you think people in Miami are drinking eggnog on Christmas, or do you in your head picture them drinking margaritas? I mean, if the, if somebody, I, I don't see why they. It depends if somebody likes it. Like I don't see why they wouldn't drink it. It's not. It's not like an East Coast thing it's a universal drink it's it's actually I a traditional christmas eggnog drink. is of is for people of all cultures and weathers and i understand that they have access to it but my question is when you have access to that or a margarita or what do they drink in southern california a martini no like i picture eggnog people being like upper northeast coast midwest people it's a traditional christmas drink they're not going to have it at some random Tuesday in July, but during Christmas time, people drink eggnog. Have you ever seen a Christmas movie filmed in California? I'm sure there has been. Probably not. You I'm can't sure even name one. You're going to have to look it up. I buried the Holiday Bowl so badly last night. The Holiday Bowl buried. No, Listen, they didn't. Some, some 18-year-old kid like sitting on his phone or his laptop or sitting in the box upstairs at Peco Park just put you in a blender. <laughs> just put you in a blender. I didn't even know what to say. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to I'm going to war with the Holiday Bowl." Um, but I stand by my take. They had zero proof. All they could say was it was sold out. And you know what? They probably don't even put it on the shelves there. They just have like the little sticker so people I know think they it's listen, you will not go near it just cuz I know how picky you are I'm and I've seen eggnog. it. Yeah, I've seen it in the stores. It's not a very appetizingly no. drink. No. But whatever. But whatever. Uh, we got our biggest weekend of the of the year coming up. We've been waiting for this one. We've been waiting for it. This would have been a great dude's day weekend. But you couldn't this pay me enough to make this weekend. a dude's day weekend. Shout out to my wife, who is currently <laughs> eight months and two weeks, three weeks <laughs> pregnant. This baby Just could come. dying on the couch right now. This baby could come at any second. And what I would do for a dude's day weekend this weekend. Like, we we don't deserve that. We're not lucky enough for no. that. We're, they're like, oh, you know, we got to get the dudes a dude's day. We'll leave during fucking week. 
two as everybody's warming up with FCS schools across the country. You and me, we make the best of our situation because that's all that we have. But what I would do to get a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Dude's Day weekend this weekend. Anything. Literally um, anything. Yeah, and it's going to be tough now with Dude's Day coming up just because um, Dude's Day is mainly a fall, fall, winter yeah. uh, weekend. Yeah. So... Actually, I mean, March Madness is a good dude's day. But yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, I tell you what, I was very pleased with um, last weekend's football scheduling. I like the NFL on Saturdays. The NFL on I Christmas is the greatest yeah. thing that's ever happened to the NFL. I loved it on Saturday. What was there? Three games? There yep. was three games on Saturday. Basically, three, three days of NFL is good. It's good. I it, can take that. It was spaced out. Um, the games weren't the greatest by any means, but no, like, but that's fine. I'll still watch. There's nothing that kills time at like a family Christmas party that you don't want to be at mm-hmm. than uh, NFL football on the I TV. I don't know why they're not. They're only playing one game now. I know it's a big, it's a big bowl game Saturday, but they're only playing one NFL game on Saturday. It's Saturday night, but like, why couldn't you throw? Somebody at one thirty or four o'clock on another Saturday. Just give us more football. We want football. Give, since football is running out, and I don't want to say that because it it makes me very sad. But just fill our days with football. We want football. Give us football. We eat, sleep, and breathe football. It's what we depend on. It's what I look forward to every day. So now, when we, while we have the opportunity during the holidays, just cram my days with football. Today there was football at eleven o'clock in the morning. It was fantastic. Greatest, like, mm-hmm. and you can't even bitch about it. Like no. it doesn't matter what the score of that game is, no, what's I don't going care. on. Just put it on. I don't care. Uh shout out to the Boston College Golden Eagles for a big win this afternoon. Also, lock of the century, as tweeted from the Bet Boys account. Don't forget to follow us on Bet Boys Pod at on X. I'm sorry, that's at Bet Boys Pod on X and at Bet Boys Slots on TikTok. Um Arizona. Rutgers came to play today. Uh, yeah, they did. I that that is a very <clears throat> um that's a bad that's a bad uh bowl for Miami yeah. throwing them up yes. in the northeastern part of the country in in New York on a rainy dreary Thursday Thursday afternoon on a baseball field in front of nobody Rutgers at the pinstripe bowl I mean you you couldn't put another team there unless you brought like USC over, yep. who Miami clearly had no interest. They had no interest in the first half. It got a little closer. They actually took the lead, but still, like I know when Miami was up 17-14, Rutgers blocked a punt in the end zone yep. and scored. Like I, There was still like never a doubt in my mind that Rutgers was going to lose. I, I think Miami kind of just got hot for a minute, but once yep. they got back down, like they just had no interest in being there. They couldn't I... get on the plane any earlier. I love the fact that the chop is back. The what? The chop. The Rutgers celebration. You know how they chop chop wood? I've never seen that before. Oh, okay. So this was Greg Shiano's first run at Rutgers. I think, now you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he used to take them out in the woods and they would just chop trees. I mean, that is not yes, crazy. Right? So Greg Shiano. So when, when you see like Rutgers today, kids are making tackles and they're just chopping everything yeah, that has nothing to do with a night it has it, it is rutgers football so that was like good to see the chop back uh boston college took it to smu um 
I had Boston College today. I had Miami today, so I'm having a pretty good day so far. Had USC money line last night. Had Oklahoma State. So, knock on wood that um the bet boy Brock can stay hot heading into this. That weekend. was another bad bowl scenario. Um, and I saw that BC was like plus four twenty or something on the money line, and yeah. I almost took them today, but I did take them with the points, like. Once again, a non-Power 5 school in SMU who really played dog shit all year. And yeah, they beat some teams by a ton. That's because their competition they played wasn't very great. But throw them up in a baseball field in the northeast part of the country again. And like for some reason, when games are on baseball fields, nobody can ever get their footing. It has to be because of the grass that's like used in the outfield. Like I'm pretty sure like baseball fields, it's like a thinner, lighter grass. And they're just slipping all over the place. In every game that's on a baseball field, it's always raining or has rained. Right. And the field's always a disaster. And like SMU was trying to run the no huddle and, and this and that, but they just couldn't never get their footing. They were falling all over. And Boston College really kind of just, they were down, they were up, but they just kept kind of pushing them around, pushing them around. And it feels like they just wore them out. Once again, I don't think really SMU was that interested in being there. Yep. I can't disagree with you at all there. Um, so we've had a good couple days of football. I am so excited for this weekend. Um, I do want to get into it. Before we get into it, uh, I brought a little friend with me this week. This is Mr. Predicto. Okay, so that's okay. So this is what uh, my son. Can I at, see that for a second? Careful, careful. Okay, so careful. This is a plastic ball. Stop, stop! Don't disrespect Mr. Predicto. I'm explaining it to people what it looks like. They can Google it. But okay. it is a magic ball that helps you predict the future. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's about the size. It's about a size and a half bigger than a baseball. It looks like an eyeball. It's white with a Mr. Predictor Predicto sticker in the middle. <laughs> and I'm not sure how it works. I'll, I will get it fired up for you. Careful with Mr. Predicto. He's about to win us a lot of money. Welcome to the Mr. Predicto. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't want to ruin that on you. You so. mind uh, taking a video of this for it? For us, okay, so, uh, if you could keep me out, that would be great. Okay, so um, welcome to the Mister Predicto parlay oh, I can't of keep the you week. Out when your head's in the fucking, I'm just gonna take a real close. There we go. Okay, so if this might be bad podcasting here for a minute, but we are don't taking care. the video. Don't care. Don't so. care. Oh, wait, I'm just screwing the video up. Okay, so on three, one, two, three. Thank we're you. Videoing. Okay, Mister Predicto, will Memphis win this weekend? It's got to be turned on, bud. You turned it off? Yeah. Okay, so hold on. We gotta, hold on. Now we got to see this. Is, <laughs> so we got to delete the video. We got to start over. Because... You don't have to delete it. Just let's run the next one. Take two. Take two. Seeing if two 33-year-olds can figure out a children's toy. Take two. And we're live. Mr. Predicto, will Memphis win this weekend? So, okay. Mr. Predicto says Memphis will not win. Okay. All right. Let's write that down. We can remember it. We can remember Lose. it. Oh, you're right. We'll have the video. Uh, Mr. Predicto, will Auburn win this weekend? Everything points to yes. Auburn. So, Mr. Predicto is on the Auburn Tigers. Now, is this money line or plus the points? Or take eating the points? Just money line. We're just taking money lines. Mr. Predicto. Will 
Coach Fickle in the Wisconsin Badgers win this weekend? Oh, wow. Okay. okay. All right. Mr. Predicto, will Toledo win this weekend? The outcome cannot be predicted. Oh, Mr. Predicto doesn't want to answer that question. That's fine, Mr. Predicto. No, no pressure. We will skip Toledo. That's the rules. Uh, Mr. Predicto, will Iowa win this weekend? Well, Mr. Predicto has well, Mr. Predicto has opted out. So Mr. Predicto has only decided to pick three games and then told us to hit the road on the other ones, but that's fine. That's Mr. Predicto for you. So this past weekend, my my entire family and myself put in the Predicto parlay. Yeah, how to do? <laughs> this is this is probably awful. No. So Mr. Predicto picked. Sorry, I gotta get there. One second, I'm. Oh, man, I'm not going to be able to find it. Anyways, oh, ESPN, oh, that's just last 24 hours. Sorry, let me fix this real quick. So, Mr. Predicto this weekend, the entire family and I, we pick five random pieces of a SGP in the um, Philadelphia Eagles-New York Giants game. First one it picks, Philadelphia Eagles, money line, winner. Next one. Dallas Goddard, over three and a half catches. Winner. Next one, Jalen Hurts total passing attempts, over 30.5. Winner. Mr. Predicto says Darius Slayton will score a touchdown at plus 450. Winner. Winner. A.J. Brown, total receiving yards, under 77 wow, and a half. Play. And Was it a winner or a loser? A.J. Brown went into halftime with seven yards. He caught four balls in a row in the fourth quarter. When the Darius Slayton touchdown yeah. happened, we were all jumping up and down because we had won thousands of dollars because it was he was plus 4,248. A.J. Brown finished with 80 yards wow. in the Predicto parlay, was broken, and the, the family was heartbroken. That's a very sharp play by Mr. Predicto. Um, the taken under... In general, just any under in general. Um, I've been getting beaten like a dog on SGP, SGPs again. I've been mushing actually since the last time we podcasted. I was a mush, but the next night on Friday, I believe Northwestern played Utah on Friday, right? Yes. I think so. Um, I That was the only game of the night I bet, and I had Northwestern uh, plus the points, money line, and then took a live under and that hit so i was kind of off the mush stage um took a couple sgps on nfl no hits no um it was just all i needed though was like my biggest one i put in was uh for the broncos and uh pats game and i took a bunch of unders for guys and they all came in but all i needed was kyle duggar over three and a half tackles, and I'm pretty sure he didn't record a tackle. That's tough. It was almost like he wasn't on the field. That's tough. So that's tough. Sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, while we're just talking NFL, what do you think of all this Russell Wilson stuff? I mean, you had to see it coming. He's right. They given away too much. Yep. They, they like crippled their franchise by trading away all those draft picks, giving him all that money. And, you know, it's just 
you got to make the decision to just pull the cord. Just forget about everything that you had to give up and the money you're eating and kind of just start fresh because Sean Payton kind of seems like an asshole. Sean Payton seems like a very big asshole. I always thought of him as an asshole. I I thought he was like a down to earth guy when he was with his Saints run. Like that was just, I guess. But I think Russell Wilson's just driving him fucking nuts. Yeah, he would drive you like he would. He would turn the nicest person into an asshole. So, I mean. It's just, it's interesting to see, I mean, there's so much money at play and there's so much ego and like, you can't continue to pay Russell Wilson a billion dollars a year like you're doing. You got to cut ties and get rid of him. He's, first of all, he, he's just washed and he's not, I don't think he's that old, but you can tell he just, he doesn't have the zip in his arm. He can't move. He also just doesn't have like. People want to be his friend. No, and like, I don't think and, anybody wants to play with him either. Yeah, like, and you I know? think that's hurting him just as bad as I anything think else. his. Um, I think his recent antics over the last couple years yep. have really, like, his stardom really got to his head. You know, when he <clears throat> when he first came in and was with Seattle, he was kind of like the the low key like guy just wanted to win. Yep, and then you know he married a celebrity, and you know she's all over TV with him. Not nearly as bad as Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are, because you know she wasn't coming to the games. But you would still see like you know the social media posts, and you know he he kind of turned into the celebrity, and he wants the money, and then he's doing all this crazy stuff, and he's posting these weird videos with weird sayings on Instagram and this and that, and people just kind of cringed over. Yeah, and the like the weird thing with him is he's not a bad guy. Like, that's like the... No. Like, the worst thing that Russell Wilson does is, like, cringe, like, make is, like, cringy, and... But he's not, like, out uh, breaking the law. He's going to no. church. Like, that's- see, like, he's just so corny that, like, you don't my like biggest thing was like when I first when he was first doing that like remember he would give <laughs> he would give press <laughs> conferences and like after they just got destroyed by Miami like they just gave up seventy they lost by fifty and people are asking him all these questions in a in a post game press conference now he's in full outfit he's in full <laughs> shoulder pads and which is the funniest thing and uh, you know he's trying to stay positive I get it you know you, you don't want to be an asshole up there but. Like, he leaves the press conference, he goes back to the mic, and he goes, Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> and he goes back. But, like, he truly means that stuff. But I was always confused. I was like, this has to be an act. Like, nobody can be just this, like, clouded in their mind that they can't see how ridiculous they are. It's it's also crazy, too, how fast some of those old Seahawks players have come out turn. to roast they them. Turn like, on him. They can't stand him. Well, yeah. And like, those when are you're guys winning... who, like, don't lie. Oh no! Like Marshawn Lynch and no. uh, Sherman. Sherman, like um, those guys aren't lying about no. anything. Whether you like what they say or not, they're just telling you the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting. I I used to like them. Um, I, I kind of like can't stand them now either. But tough. It's a tough. It's a tough situation. I mean, the guy's made his money. So if I was him, I would step away. He he clearly will play next year, and I feel bad for. I feel bad for the team that's that's going to pick him up because he kind of seems like more of a distraction in your locker room on your in your team than 
he's more of a negative than a positive at this point. Like he's 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 rusted up, but yeah. You know. All right. Well, let's get into it. It is the weekend that we've all been waiting for. It is uh, the New Year's Day six, even though that's broken up into like two or three days now. Um, but we got a great slate of games. Uh, I've done a, a ton of research on these games, and the opt outs like haven't. There's not as many as I think that we think that there is. Um, no, because you're, we're getting in. My core keeps getting huh? um, We're getting into some bigger games, so. Let's get into it. Uh, first up, I have Clemson versus Kentucky. Clemson minus forty-four, minus four over under at forty-four and a half. Uh, Kentucky has three players, underclassmen, who have declared for the draft, but they're playing. Okay, and I think that that tells a lot of like the story as you watch these games and stuff as to like who's all the way bought in and who is a bunch of like yeah, I mean, me this guys. Is a, this is a. Sh- this is for them to kind of show out and this is for them to either have their draft stock rise or fall. That's right. If you're going to declare for the draft, like because these guys that have declared for Kentucky, they're probably not first round picks, but they're probably fringe, maybe second, third, they can go anywhere. So if they perform, you know, it's, 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 there's, there's only better that can happen. That's right. And Clemson on the other hand has three defensive draft prospects that are out. They've opted out for this weekend. Nice. Um, so, right now, there's going to be some some missing pieces on the offensive line. Kentucky's starting left guard and starting right tackle are out with injury. Um, Devin Leary is playing, and one of my favorite football players in college football this year is Ray Davis. The, the running, running back. back for Kentucky is mm-hmm. fantastic. He runs hard, catches a lot of balls out of the backfield. Uh, Kentucky's had a really strong offseason. I know. There were a lot of rumor, like, I mean, uh, Coach was going to Texas yeah. A&M, yeah. right? They've got a quarterback coming in from Georgia. I think they got a big wideout coming in from Ohio State. So they've had a strong offseason, uh, done really well in the transfer portal. With Devin Leary, Ray Davis playing Clemson guys, three, got, three guys opted out, don't seem to be taking this game as seriously. Give me Kentucky plus four. I am still sticking with Clemson. I have been sticking with Clemson. I just think that, like, Dabo just needs this bowl game. I don't disagree with I you. I think he just needs the bowl game. Um, they still have, you know, they still got studs in their team. And we've kind of learned throughout bowl season this year and over the past year, sometimes it really does not matter if guys opt out. I, I couldn't um, agree with you more. It, like, I find myself all the time, and I've been better this year, but you find yourself falling into the trap that when key guys opt out on one team to just immediately take the other side, and I could not tell you how many times I've been burnt, probably every time. I, I don't even know a situation where it's it's happened for the better, but I'm going to stay with the money line. I'm not going to fart around with the points. Spreads seem to really not have mattered this yep. much because yep. they're either just they're just like blowout wins or two touchdown wins so i'm just gonna take the money line i feel like clemson is going to be up for this game i can be totally wrong but i'm just staying with my gut here i did see some opt-outs for clemson i did see that ray davis was playing but i'm just sticking with my gut here well best of luck to you tomorrow i will not be you know what clemson can win by three then we'll both there be you happy go. Okay. Or four. Or or 
I got four. Oh, I just see four and a half here. Well, then that's even better for me because I haven't taken it yet. Moving on to the Sun Bowl. We have Notre Dame versus Oregon State. Notre Dame is currently minus six with an over-under of 41 and a half. Let me tell you something about the Sun Bowl. And this is... I, I, I... This is my favorite bowl game of the year. Oh, my God. Let me explain to you why. Let's hear it. But this is very different because usually this bowl game is played on New Year's Eve at, like, it's always in that bad time slot. Like, Like anywhere from 4 to 6. No, 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 no. (laughs) 6 is too late. Yeah, like. Two, three, two thirty. It's, it's playing, and like you're either like traveling to like go to dinner, like you you got to be out somewhere, and like you're just not paying attention to it. It's out in um, I forget the name of the stadium, but it's got like that beautiful mountains behind it. But I just always remember the Sun Bowl because it's just the game. I feel like that no one ever pays attention to. This year it's different because it's on a Friday, and Notre Dame's playing. Yeah, so that's probably why. Notre Dame has a quarter of its scholarship players out. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've opted out. Uh, they've got a brand new wide receiver coach in. Um, Oregon State has lost its entire coaching staff. Everybody. It's quarterback. It's backup quarterback. I believe leading tackler on defense. And many others. Mm-hmm. Also, their running back, Damian Martinez, had a little issue with the law last week. And the coach said that he would not be playing this weekend. Damian Martinez was the second. He was second in the pack um, for rushing yards. Um, but Oregon State will have a lot of its defensive players playing. I think this is going to be one of the ugliest bowl games that we see. Yeah. And it shows me that because the total is so low. Yes. But, yeah, like, I can see this being one of the lowest totals I agree with season. you. Like, I can see this being, call me crazy, but like, I can see this being like a 13 10. I was final. just going to say 17 7. I feel like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know how Oregon State's going to be able to move the ball. I agree. Just because of they have so many guys out. Yep. So they're going to be down to a probably third stringer. But then again, like, we got burned game one of bowl season. By a third string quarterback from Iowa who lit up Georgia Southern for forty one. We really don't know. That's why bowl season is so such flip of a coin. But just going off my early prediction, this game stinks. Stinks to high heaven. And I'm going to take uh Notre Dame money line. I'm not messing around with the points. Yeah. I, I think Marcus Freeman is running a better program. I think they're on their way up. Um just with all the opt-outs, I think the young guys will be excited to play. Give me Notre Dame money line, but I am not touching six points in this game. Yeah, that's why. Like I was gonna say, if I was if I was gonna take this game with the spread, I would probably just buy a half point and push it to seven, just to have that like safety net. Interesting. Or even a full point and take it to the half, seven and a half. But sometimes with all these opt-outs now. This is where where people like they don't understand it, but they don't also trust it. Is like when you have backups playing, like these guys are playing for jobs and starting positions next year, and they're just hungry. So you get like a hundred and fifty percent out of them. That's why these games, when you have guys opting out and guys filling in, it's really hard to get a feel for the game. Well, you also get the opportunity to have a bunch of uh, 
like three or four star practice heroes mm-hmm. who finally get to play. That's what I'm saying. And like that's what we saw in the USC game last night. So you saw a red shirt who was on the practice squad lighting up the defense. The defense ran their balls off last night trying to make tackles oh, yeah. and stuff. Like oh, yeah. so I'm For that reason, I think Notre Dame has a better program. I think they have less craziness going on. I I doubt Oregon State wants to be there. Um, Give me Notre Dame money line. This is one of my favorite games. One of my favorite picks of bowl season. I can be terribly, terribly wrong, but the line shows it. It's my gut feeling. Um, One of the teams that is playing in this game, finished off the year insanely hot. It's Ohio State and Missouri. Now, at my first instance, okay, um, McCord out at quarterback. Yep. Has Marvin Harrison Jr. said if he's going to play or not? No, he was seen at the practice, but he didn't practice. He was just riding the bike. Okay, so even if he doesn't play, yep. the line is, is Ohio State with a field goal in the hook. Like, Without McCord, I'm I'm sure more guys are going to opt out. There's a lot. I feel like this should be closer to almost Missouri being favored. Missouri's going full, full tilt here. My prediction is, I believe, is it Devin Brown who's starting for uh, Ohio State? He's the backup. He got a little bit that is of correct playing time at the beginning of the year because they couldn't really decide who was going to be the starter. Um, this is his. This is his coming out party. Oh my! He'll God. be the starter for next year. This is I his coming disagree. out party. Ohio State by two touchdowns. Not a chance. Ohio State Not by two touchdowns. Chance. Devin Brown will be the starter next year. This is crazy that you even say this because Ohio State. You and I both agree that the big. I'm going to get you to take Missouri. You and I. Both agree that the Big Ten is the most overrated conference. I disagree. Oh my God, you're so full of shit. It's better oh than yeah, because you. Oh, Missouri doesn't play in the Big Twelve. I know, I'm, I don't I'm think the saying, Big Twelve is any good. Okay, so it's the SEC and the Big. Ten. You're telling me the the Big Ten is yes is not better than the ACC. I don't think they're very good either. Okay, so just the okay, so you're all you're telling me is you know what's bullshit? Not as you know what's bullshit is you're gonna turn around in two games from now and you're gonna take Ole Miss and you're gonna say that you love Ole Miss. No, yes, bullshit. I am only taking Ole Miss because I will take anybody. If if Penn State was playing uh, your son's daycare, I'm on the daycare (laughs) money line heavy. I don't pay. that's just an automatic fate. McCord is gone after an unbelievable year. Receiver one and three are out. That's fine. Fleming and Harrison. That's fine. Okay. Ohio State is a top team in the country, and they're three points away from playing on Monday. Okay. Correct? Yeah. But there seems to be a lot of unrest in this offseason. Wouldn't you also agree with that? All I'm saying is it's very simple. Look at the, the quarterbacks. Line. If the quarterbacks so many, leaving and going to Syracuse, there's so many players out for Ohio State. Missouri why are they still favor. Missouri is pumped to be here. They've lost two games this year. They lost to LSU in an absolute shootout, and they lost to Georgia by nine, where they played really well. Now the Ohio State defense, I agree with you, is elite, but. They're elite because their competition stinks to high heaven. There isn't a single good offense in the Big Ten that they're playing against. Uh, Missouri running back Cody Schrader's playing. Brady Cook is playing. And their top wide receiver, Luther, Luther Burden the third is playing. 
Give me Missouri. Give me the over. I think it's going to be a shootout. Give me Missouri. Give me the over. The line itself shows you that. It opened at seven. It's down, but before that, like, you should have known that these guys were opting out. I Ohio State by two scores. Two scores. Two scores. Missouri hasn't lost by two scores this entire year. Until tomorrow night. I'm telling you, coming You're out, out of your Devin mind. Brown, out of your out. mind. That's a bad pick. Bad pick. 42. Bad pick. 42 21. So now you're trying to fuck me with the under, too. I see exactly <laughs> what you're doing. 42 24? I don't even know what the total is. Uh, 68 and a half. Ohio State is going to be able to move the ball. I don't care who. They're still going to have elite defenders on that defense. Wait a second. Missouri is not going to be able to stop Wait Ohio a second. State. The over under is 48 and a half. Give me the can't get enough money on the over. <laughs> yeah, that's very low. That's super low. Very low. Can't get enough dollars why, on the over. Why is that game? This game not in the sixties, high fifties to because 60s? Ohio State's not going to score a point. No, because Ohio State's going to shut Missouri down. This is this is the Cotton Bowl, right? This is played at Jerry's World. I feel like these yeah. bowl games always go over. It's guaranteed going over. Yeah, forty nine. Very low. Very low. Bad Moving pick by on. you. Bad um, pick. Don't we'll, text me we'll on Saturday on. morning. We'll I'm taking on. a break for the rest of the weekend. We'll move on to the next game, which is your Penn State Nittany Lions are playing are playing <laughs> playing Lane Train. The Lane Train. Um, very, very, very weird line here is super is, strange. Why is Penn State giving more than a field goal? Like not a clue. Penn State. Penn State hater here, both of us. Hand up. Penn State haters. Um, but this is just common knowledge of, of watching Penn State play all year. Bet on them a ton. I have motherfucked the TV so many times after watching that offense try and move the ball. I just I don't understand why they're giving points. I don't. If anything, it should be like a one, one and a half. And Ole Miss, they're both missing like some of their top defensive players. I don't think that matters. I think this game goes way under because I don't think Penn State's going to be able to move the ball. So give me the under for one. Number two. It, it, two. I, I, like, I'm on the Ole Miss money line. Like Ole Miss. Money line all day. Like once again, Penn State hater, but just being trying to use my common sense here. Like Ole Miss has played great defenses in the SEC. Like Ole Miss moved the ball on Georgia. Very easily. Oh, I watched, I was at that game. Yeah. Ole Miss, it was a great football like, game. Ole Miss is going to be able to move the ball on anybody. Yes. So, I mean, unless this game was, like, if this game was in Happy Valley at the end of November or early December and, like, it was 30 degrees out, okay, I can understand why it's, yeah, why they're favored here, but Ole Miss is going to be able to move the ball and put points on the board. I agree. So I mean I am. It's I would, a no no brainer. I would dump truck Ole Miss. No Just, brainer. It's very confusing. I'm not sure, but whatever. Dump truck parlay of the week: Ole Miss money line, Missouri over. Dump truck it. Um. The Orange Bowl. This this line has jumped significantly. It's crazy. Um. Well, that's because of Florida State is just losing players at will now. I know. But and also I saw. Georgia is also losing players. 
but Carson Beck is quarterbacking. Correct. So that's probably like all I need to see. I would still take Georgia in this game. I can't see them being uninterested. I can see them being maybe a little pissed off about losing. Correct. So I agree. it's up to 19 and a half. I don't really have much to say about the game because... the I think the big thing here is... I, I sit here a couple weeks ago and I say, uh, it's, it's bullshit that Georgia's at six, Florida State's at five. I really do think that Florida State should have gotten in. I don't care who's playing quarterback. I don't care. I think that they should have gotten in. Um... <laughs> I think that Brock Bowers being out, okay, a couple other guys being out offensively um, for Georgia, some unrest, maybe some, I don't know, I agree with you, I don't think there's going to be a lot of disinterest. I don't know if Florida State's going to score. Uh, this quarterback is the third stringer. He went like 8 for 21 against Louisville. Listen, he looked like he didn't know if he was supposed to be using his right hand or his left hand against Louisville. Um, I, I don't... I can't see Florida. I'd be curious to see what their team total is. Yeah, and I think defensively, I think um, I think Florida State's all right. Like I, I do think they're pretty good defensively. I see yeah, this game screaming with, thirty-five nothing. That's with the guys who didn't opt out. Like you know, this yeah. is what they're starting. Yeah. yeah, they're very good, but I mean, they're losing a lot of their great defense players. So this game's going under. Yeah, I mean, it, this, this is, is under Fiesta. Or this is like throw it in 31 7. Throw it in on the dump truck. This is going to be a, a lock. This is going to be a snoozer. Um, I have never been more confident in the dump truck parlay of the week. You know, this this game as well, like, it's the last game on of the afternoon on Saturday. It's at 4 o'clock. And understandable because there's an NFL game on Saturday night. But, like, because of the aura is off this game. Now it's hard to say that what when you're scheduling it. Correct. But like it's almost like they should have flexed like this game with the old Miss Penn State game because this game deserves to be on at noon on Saturday. No one's gonna be interested in this game. I understand it's a New Year's six game, so is the Penn State game, but like this game is not hyped up. It's it's just a bad game. This is gonna be a bad game. And it's a shame because it this should be a great this should, this game. Should be, this are... should be an unbelievable game to watch. But I mean, it's twelve and one versus thirteen and zero, and it's going to be a. It's almost going to look like a scrimmage, like thirty-five nothing is what yeah, my guess. So, and I'm like, I'm not even like fired up to watch it. It's it's not it's it's lost its it's it's juice because of the opt-outs because of. And it, it like it's funny because it could be argued and the ball bounces a different way or here here or there. If they were playing on Monday yeah. in a playoff game, yeah. these are two of the best fan bases in college football. Yeah. Like and let me tell you something. It's gonna be unbearable to listen to the commentating about has Florida State should have been in this and that like oh, yeah. put it on mute. Yep. Because it's gonna be unbearable to listen to this. By the end of the first quarter, you're gonna just be like, shut the hell up. Let's move to the next bowl, and I can't fucking wait to watch this bowl, the old Barstool Bowl. Production's going to be amazing. It's on TV this year. On the CW. Fantastic. And it's, uh, Wyoming is back. Wyoming's back in the Barstool Bowl. Um, like I said, the, the everything Barstool does from, from basketball to football, um, you know, it's funny because, like, typically the teams that are in there, are they the greatest? No. But it's just the production they put on. The, the commentary, the entertainment 
it is top notch. I think. I agree. You're going to be watching this game, and you know Portnoy and Big Cat are just going to be stressed out about it because they're gambling on it, and Jake Marsh is going to be trying to be professional about it. It's going to yep. be hilarious. I yep. can't wait. Yep, I'm excited for the Barstool Bowl. Uh, I think, I think Toledo is the pick here. I really do. Toledo's I, out their quarterback and running back. Don't care. Yeah. I like Toledo here. I think Coach Doug's up in the stands. Um, you know who brought the national championship back to Toledo? Uh, give me, give me Toledo here. Um, that's my pick. I love Wyoming. Um, Interesting. Toledo is like I said; they have lost players mainly because they've been good over the last couple of years. Well, these guys are trying to take advantage of you know them balling out and, and trying to get into a bigger program. They stunk their last time out in the field versus Miami of Ohio. They're going to stink again. Wyoming is Wyoming was getting hot towards the end of the year. I can see this one being it's three and a half. I can see Wyoming win this one pretty comfortably. I switched my pick. I'm taking Wyoming with you. There you go. You sold me. Um, next up, I've got Oregon versus Liberty. Uh, I think the Ducks mean business here. Everybody's playing. <sighs> Everybody's playing. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a farewell to Bo Nix, who's been in college football for 14 years. Bucky Irving's playing. Yeah, like um, I think the Ducks are serious here. Uh, Liberty legitimately has the number one easiest schedule that they played all year long. I mean, number one in the country. They have been just dump trucking everybody, and and that's why they they were a great over team. They covered the spread a ton for me. I can see this game being close as soon as the ball gets kicked off and then it's Oregon the whole way down. Um, what, what I really like in this in this spot is I like Oregon first half over 21.5 points at plus 105. Their team total in the first half is 21.5 points mm-hmm. plus 105. Give me that all day long. Uh, with I just think Oregon is taking this game very seriously yeah, and and this is um you know when if you remember when ucf played auburn years ago yep and but ucf was they still had speed and and they still had some nfl players on that roster the um, same thing with tulane last year when U- they played ucf USC. was still playing yeah but they played better competition yep. both yep. schools like Liberty is going to see speed that they didn't even know existed. Correct. And they're going to see power and, you know, schemes that they had no idea. Now, is, it, is Free still there? I believe so, yeah. I don't think it really matters because, like I said. Coaching from been, a hospital bed. Yeah, they've been playing really soft competition. They're going to see speed that's just going to be a blur. I'm going to be on Oregon, and I'm also going to take an alt spread at minus 20. I like that. I wanted to take at minus like 21, that. but I'd rather stay under the three touchdowns. So I'm going to take an alt spread. I'm not sure what um, I'm not sure what it is. It's probably going to be like plus 175 or maybe 200. The Oregon team total in this game is like 42, I think. Yeah. Um, I like the game over at 67 and a half. Uh, I just think it's a a good spot. I see Oregon scoring fifty-two. Yeah, I, I see the final in this fifty-two seventeen. Is what I don't. I, see. I, I. This is a game where I'm going to say probably Oregon's going to score just about on every possession they yep. touch the ball in the first half. Yep. Kind of like that Colorado game. Yep. And 
it's probably going to have to be pushed over late. Yep. Yep. But yeah. I mean, I, I like Oregon. I love Oregon. I can see them, uh, being up for it. I love fucking Dan Lanning. Uh, Same. He seems like a guy that I'd love to play for. I can't see him, him. I can't see him not having his team ready for this game. I agree. And especially too that they don't want though. They don't want to go out there and get embarrassed by Liberty. So I think they're going to go out and, and stick it to him. So let's move on to this. Is a pick show. This is that's what we're here for. Bud. This is what we're here Bud. for. Let's move on to the the playoff. Um, this is going to be a beautiful color game beautiful out in the rose bowl this is this is traditional uniforms dream. uh michigan bama the line is staying pretty pretty sturdy at one and a half i don't remember what the total opened up at but i'm probably going to say that that's maybe bounced a half a point here and there um same for the other game too um i've been riding alabama for the last couple weeks probably last couple months we said it on the show couple months ago that Bama was a great play at plus 800 to make the playoff. They did. Uh, I love Bama in this game. I like a money line. I, I mean, at one and a half, I don't know why you wouldn't take the money line. And I like them to beat the snot out of whoever they play. Bama's, I'm, I'm all in tide. I'm back in on tide. I love the under in this game. I yeah. I love the under. I think the month. I feel like the every game at the prep, Rose Bowl goes over. I agree. I agree. And and like that gives me hesitation just because of the sunset going down and it being like thirty five thirty, like five minutes left in the third in the fourth. Um, I love the under in this game. I think both offenses are going to struggle. Uh, I do like Bama to win outright. Um, but give me the under. Give me the under. Michigan's not going to be able to move the ball. I, my prediction for this game, and, like, I was shocked to see that, like, people have J.J. McCartney, McCarthy going in the first crazy, round crazy. and see him, like, being a Heisman crazy. candidate. I think he's awful. Now, he has his times, but, yeah, he has his times when, like, they're beating the snot out of Indiana, and, like, anybody can go out Here there and Here you are, shit on the Big Ten. He did make some throws against... Some Ohio great State, throws. great throws. I like, agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting him being v- struggling very bad in this game, and that's why I think Bama's going to be able to win, just because. Uh, Milrow's been flaming hot. Yep. He can do it with his legs, and this is speed on defense that Michigan hasn't seen. Yeah, it's more speed than Ohio State has on defense. Bigger, more physical players. Yep. When it comes down in the crunch time and they need McCarthy to make a play, I don't think he's going to be able to make a play. Give me Ohio State or Alabama. I totally agree with you here. You the, loved Michigan last week. I changed my mind. Okay. Um, the one thing I don't want to do here, though, and I got to like get myself out of this this potential spot, is I don't want to bet too much money on this game and it go poorly for me. Oh, and, and then, then it ruins the next And then game. I not yeah. sit there and enjoy it. Because yeah. like I just... This is I why just, bowl season you have to have your limits. Yes, like like I said at the start of like it can ruin it can ruin yes it can ruin your month. So do not do not bet these games very bigly. Stay within your means or just bet it small and, and enjoy the games Correct. because these these games um, some of them have been fantastic. They've so, been awesome. The but, USC game last night is mm-hmm. one of the best games that I've watched. Might be one of the better bowl games all bowl season up to this point. And um, then also, like I said. 
I think Alabama will be able to shut the run down, and it's, they're going to have to rely on um, Michigan QB play to make plays. I don't see it happening. Bama has fantastic corners. I believe they have... I know they have one, but I believe they have two projected first-round corners who are going to lock up Michigan receivers. Yep. Like, I don't know how McCarthy's going to make plays. He's going to have to. I can't see him do much scoring. So, unless Michigan's going to turn defense into offense, which they've been doing all year, but I can't see, you know, Saban having his team make those mistakes, I feel like Bama can win this game by 14, 10-plus points. I agree. I agree. Uh, moving on to the final college football playoff game, the Sugar Bowl. Uh, I, I was looking back through Texas all year. Um, their points per game defensively allowed is like 16.8 or 17. Mm-hmm. That's against bad teams. That's against really bad teams. Any team that they played with half a heartbeat scored 30 on them the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Washington is going to struggle. I think the months prep for both of these offenses, we're going to see some trick plays. We're going to see some oh, deep shots. We're going to see some throw it all out. Give me the over. I think this thing gets into the 70s or the 80s. Can't wait to watch this game because I have no idea what's going to happen, but I do think we're going to see points, points, points. I love Texas. Interesting. Um, I love Texas. Do you like I, a minus four? The spread no, doesn't matter here. I, like, I don't no, think. I like the money line. I would take the money line. Um, I'm not farting around with four points. I love Texas. Um, I just think they're Ewers is playing out of his mind. Um, defensively, they're doing enough to. Well, typically, like Texas overs were always fantastic because they couldn't play defense, but they're playing defense this year. Sark is off the booze. Off the booze. Good <laughs> and, for coach. Um, I, I, I love Texas because all I want to see is a rematch of Texas Bama at like beginning of the year. That game was fantastic. I think that would be the best game, the best possible matchup to have in the final. Um, I'm riding the Longhorns. Give me the over. I don't care who wins. I just want to see points, points, points. And the uh, the, the Sugar Bowl, correct? This is played in the Mercedes Benz, the Dome, the Caesars Superdome. The the this is played in the Dome. Okay. Yep. This is an auto over. It's a fast track. I oh, feel yeah. like I feel like every time there's been a bowl game there, and I don't know if you can take this prop because of its college, but longest play total, like take the yardage over. Yeah. Like oh, bombs oh. are dropped here. Over 87 and a half yards. Take yeah, it. Take it. Take yep. it. Um, I love the over in the dome. I went to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, it would have been like 2017, 2018. I saw Oklahoma State play against Ole Miss. Laquan Treadwell had like Mm. Four touchdowns. Uh, that's a great story for me. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to that New was, Orleans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bourbon Street is, if you go to Bourbon Street and you see, uh, all right, for all the Washington and Texas fans out there, right? You're making your way to New Orleans this weekend and you're like, we're going to have a great time. We're going to see the game. We're going to go to Bourbon Street. But I don't want to get scammed. Right, like you go to any of these big tourist cities, you're like, my only goal is to not get scammed while I'm there. <coughs> if you're walking down Bourbon Street and you see people holding signs that are like three for one beers, four for one beers, and you say to yourself, I'm not gonna pay seventy five dollars for the one beer so I can get the other four for free. I'm not getting scammed. It's actually not a scam. 
you walk in. Finally, my wife and I made it down to the end. We're like, we're not getting scammed by any of these places. Go into one place. Get my one beer. The guy's like, seven fifty. What do you want for your other two? $7.50, and I got three Bud Lights. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yep. My wife did the same, so there's a little bit of uh there's a little bit of information for anybody who you know, all of our listeners out there in, yeah, Washington, in Washington or Texas. Texas. I feel like this is going to be a very, very um big Texas crowd too. Oh, I mean it's yeah. very, a lot closer to Texas than it is to the upper northwest there. So I, I would say this is gonna be a very, very, very burnt orange atmosphere. And that's another reason why I like Texas. All right, let's get into it. We're moving on to 2024. Let's say goodbye to 2023. Goodbye. Goodbye, 2023. What do you got for a New Year's resolution for us? Hmm. Well, I'll start off with my lame-ass one. I've been doing this every year for the last four years. I've only successfully completed it once, and it was fantastic. And I'll start it on January one. And it'll probably last till the weekend. Um, I just try and go um, no beer for a month. For January? I'm not going dry because I will drink liquor, but oh I got to stay off. I got to stay off the beer. Um, the last time I did it, I actually did it for two months because I just became, it's that first weekend. You have to, you have to um, surpass it, but it's tough because I just get smashed by liquor. Interesting. So, so I'll be on the no beer. Interesting. I might do no beer, no February, no. I I mean I could do no beer forever. I could do no liquor forever. Well, what's yours, sir? I want to have success on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, well, uh, this is just obvious. You're having resolutions for obvious stuff. No, this isn't obvious. I want to have success. I want this podcast to be to grow and have more success. And find new opportunities for us in 2024. Like, this is something, one, I look forward to doing. And two, like, kind of prefer or wish that, like, I could do this for a living. You know what I mean? Okay, and, so, so finish up with your... Is that, that's, that, that's a goal. That's not a resolution. That's a goal. My, my resolution is that I'm going to work harder to make this podcast a success okay, so, in 2024. Okay, so then I'll give like my goal for this podcasting for the upcoming year. I will just say my goal would be to um, grow the audience. Um, not to like, well, I would hope for it to a, a bigger, bigger audience, but we, we, we keep growing every week. We're, we're growing in small increments. Um, it's nothing substan- substantial, but it's, it's, it's productivity out of us. Um, I would like to at least double our numbers. I think double is I want to go quadruple. Yeah, I mean I I'm just kind of like times because I think if we put in more time and we really focus on putting on good shows, running a good social media account, and like just trying out new shit, right? Like let's not be afraid to try out some new stuff, um, and just like how can we just keep building into this because. I don't want to go to fucking work every day. <laughs> well, who does? And like, if I think, I think we have the opportunity or I hope that we have the opportunity. Maybe I'm just crazy, but like, there's no reason why we can't be successful in the gambling space, in the podcasting space, in the online 
social media personality space because well, it's a hundred percent authentic. Yeah, and but first, like it's tough to just do gambling. Correct. I understand that we need to be a pick show, okay? But you know, that's not it's who- tough to be just strictly gambling because everybody does it. Correct. And it's not sustainable to just stand up here or sit here every week and give picks and be like, these are winners, 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 Nobody winners. Nobody gives a fuck. Because it's number one, it's fucking impossible to give to come out here and just give out winners. Because it if if it if you were able to do it, then we wouldn't have jobs. We would just be gamblers. Correct. Correct. So you know, football season's coming to an end. Um, this show might change next epi- next episode. We may have some new information for everybody. Um, I enjoy, I do enjoy talking about sports. It's our lives, but I feel like we have a lot of other stuff personally and more entertaining stuff to talk about. And we're going to. Um, also, we will update probably, not tonight, probably tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow morning of the bowl standings. No, I got them right in your face right now. Oh, you got them right now. We'll tweet them out. Um, I also for my 2024 resolution, I'd like to lose a little bit of weight. Obviously, that's on everybody's list. Um, I just got to do it. So, uh, that would be great if I could, I could make that a priority. Um, lose some weight. I have another child on the way here in about two weeks. So being a little healthier um, would probably help me physically, mentally, all around. So I'd uh, like to make that a priority. And my last resolution um, goal for 2024 is I want to have a life-changing hit. I want to have that hit that's like, uh, like yeah. I just fucking paid off my cars. I paid off this shit. I paid off this shit. I don't shit. even want a life change. I do. Just give me something. Uh, you're down so bad that yeah. you're just looking for it. For two hundred bucks, yeah, it's great. It's fucking great. It's great. I want, I want that. I want that. This guy wants fifty grand. I want a hundred G's. I want a hundred G's. Um, so to twenty twenty four. Good luck to us. And do you have anything else to say on that? Uh, no, just um, good luck to whoever wins this our bowl pool or our first annual bowl pool. And, and maybe we'll, um, if this has some success, which it did and, and everybody who was in it, they seem to enjoy it when we first tweeted out the standings. Um, I think we're going to try and do something for March madness. So stay tuned for that. hundred percent. Um, let's take a look at our standings so far. There've been 24 games played. I counted, um, both games this afternoon, both the Boston college game and the Rutgers game. Are counting in into this and uh in first place with 18 out of 24 correct uh shout out to Beckerel. okay wow <laughs> first place wow 18 of 24 wow. um the bet boys podcast is in second with 17 correctly <laughs> don't fellas don't let us win and please i don't want to hear yeah yeah you, you guys you could kiss our ass listen if if we, <laughs> I got timestamps. I got the whole okay, thing. Yeah, do I don't want to hear if if we somehow win this thing. I, I do not want to hear we cheated. Okay, y- yeah. because we don't. You give could a kiss my ass. Fuck. Okay, but 
if we win, tough shit. You should have picked better games. That's right. Uh, also, shout out to Love is Eternal seventy seven, who was our previous leader. Uh, he's also tied in second place with seventeen points. Okay, so he dipped a little bit. Um, yep. But we got to give a shout out to a couple of our other special listeners. Uh, shout out to uh, Bat Boy Jeff, who is currently in. Ooh, not good. Oh, not good. Sixth place with 14 points. Um, Bet Boy Ray, who we love. We got to get Bet Boy Ray yeah, on the show. Yeah, I don't show. know why. Shout out to Bet Boy Ray. I don't know why he has not been on the show. Um, Bet Boy Ray has been piss poor. Oof. Piss poor. Bet Boy Ray, 12 of 24, picking at 50% straight up. Bet okay. Boy Ray, I hope the picks going into the into the book are better than what you've been putting in through this poll because... Brutal. Not good, Bet Boy Ray. Um, but that's it. We got uh, one person with 18. We got two people with 17. The uh, Bet Boys are coming, so you better you better start begging on a streak here because the Bet Boys are coming, and we don't want to hear it if we win our own pool. I do not want to hear it. Nope. We got timestamps. We got the whole thing so you could kiss our ass. Um, what else you got for us? Nothing. Hey, let's have a great weekend. Let's lock in right now. Roll Tide. Look at me. Lock in right I'm now. In. This I'm weekend, in. I'm hoping this I is end, it. I end. The mush curse ends on this the final week of the it. year. This the is final the weekend week of the we year. Need. The mush is gone. Lock in. We're going to war this weekend. I'm going we're to war. picking them all right. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Nope. We're leaving no prisoners, and we're going to come out next Thursday and say, "Lost all my money." We'll get them next year. <laughs> well, damn. Um. You got anything else for us before I hit us with the game to to take us out? No. Good luck, everybody. Go Cowboys. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Bet Boys podcast.